Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. And if this is your first Geekscape, well, we're going to talk movies, video games, comics, pop culture, and uh, hopefully we're going to make your week a little bit better. I really got to tell you, the numbers are really good. uh, And I only have you to thank. If you've been sharing the show, if you've been uh, maybe leaving a review, whatever you've been doing, it's been working. Uh, We're in the top what, 100? We're actually in the top 50 of interview podcasts here, film interview podcasts here in the United States, and that makes me feel really good. I got to tell you, the people in Uruguay have always been good to us. I don't want to start any kind of a competition here because I think we're all united here globally, but Uruguay is always kicking ass. We're like in the top 20 film podcasts, film and TV podcasts in Uruguay, but here in the States, there's just a ton. There are a ton of podcasts here in the States that talk about movies and comics. So I, I got to tell you the fact that we're in the top 50 in film interviews is fantastic. Uh, and I have y'all to think, so thank you for showing the show love. And also like, thanks to Ian Kerner. He was very behaved on our wrap up specials for both moon Knight and Dr. Strange too. Uh, if y'all have missed those and you've caught up cause it's full of spoilers, um, go back and maybe you finished Moon Knight in the last week and you're like, I want to see what Ian and Jonathan think about it. Go back and listen to it. Same thing with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, that movie was bonkers and we had a lot to say about it. So go back and uh, give that a listen. If you've just seen the movie over this past weekend, it continued to do some pretty good numbers. It had a little bit of a dip. Is it concerning? Probably not for Marvel, you know, and that's box office. They're going to make a gajillion dollars off that stuff. So, uh, you know, it's 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 a juggernaut. We're going to be talking about that kind of stuff and more of my host, my my co-host, my guest, Tracy Carr. Uh, she is awesome. She's a host, an activist, a major geek. And we're going to be talking about all the things that she uh, has a finger in uh, on Geekscape. We got a ton to talk about. So Geekscape is hang with us. It's going to be fun. Let's get going. All right, Geekscapists, let's get the show started here. Uh, Tracy Carr, I might as well just call her Superstar because she's got some friends waiting, uh, commenting right now. They're on YouTube. This is also on Twitch, and this is on Facebook. And you know what? If you're looking for a job, I've actually started this thing streaming to my personal LinkedIn. It was an option, and I figured there might be an audience there. Every every time I stream to, to uh, LinkedIn, I get one or two Geekscapists liking it. So maybe... Uh, Maybe that number will grow, or maybe that's just a barometer for our current economic situation in the United States, and maybe Geekscape is looking for them gigs, and they're like, hey, I'll watch uh, Geekscape while I send out some resumes. If you're listening to this, uh, thank you. Again, share the show with your friends. Uh, we really appreciate the the, uh, the podcast listeners. Y'all have been here since 2006, and thank you. Uh, related podcast note, 
Uh, did you see that the kids in the hall are back? I watched the new episode on Amazon last night and it's classic kids in the hall. It's amazing. And of course we had Scott Thompson of the kids in the hall on the show. Uh, episode 525. This is uh, 6:31, So it would have been like two, three years. It was a little bit before the pandemic and uh, Scott was awesome. Very candid. If you're a big kids in the hall fan, go back and find that episode. He talks of course, about joining the kids in the hall, being the only openly gay member. But he also talks about how in the 70s, he actually had a school shooting uh, in Canada that was uh, made pretty big news. And I think changed some laws there in Canada. Wow, imagine that, (laughs) a government that changes laws based on uh, mass shootings. Uh, He also talked about how his boyfriend at the time uh, was um, kind of targeted by Al-Qaeda, based on some political art that he had put up and his actual comedic career, Scott's was actually derailed by nine 11 because he was about to open his Broadway show that weekend and people did not feel like laughing after nine 11 went down. So it's geekscape. We talk a little bit of pop culture. We talk a little bit of politics. We've done it before. And if people are still acting crazy, if people are still showing up and acting like fools and putting us in danger, we're going to throw some politics into, um, our geek stuff. And I really, you know, we did this two, three, you know, we, we do this. It seems like every summer when the heat rises, people start acting crazy. And, you know, Geekscape is always part of it. Uh, we raise money for the ACLU. We've raised money for all sorts of uh, causes but through t-shirt sales, through all sorts of stuff. And Geekscape's always been going to be doing that. And uh, that kind of leads me to my guest because Tracy is an organizer and activist, and she's all about politics. Uh, and let's hear from her. Uh, Big Yanks over there in Long Island says, you make my everyday better. Well, thanks. Thanks, thanks, Big Yanks. Uh, and now Ryan says, looking forward to seeing, hearing from Tracy. I know, I know. Uh, Taylor says, can't wait to see Tracy geek out. Um, and uh, let's see. Ryan says, super brave doing a podcast live. All the ones I generally listen to are edited. I know it's been like 16 years, Ryan, and dude, I don't know. <laughs> it's because I'm lazy and I don't want to edit it later. So I try and edit it mentally. So really what you're saying is a uh, man loses his mind and slowly keep together as he lays tracks and the train keeps coming. And I'm just laying the tracks as fast as I can to make sure that one word comes out properly in front of the other. And uh, we'll see. Okay. I'm going to take the pressure off myself by having this week's co-host, Tracy Carr on. Tracy. Hi. Thank you for having me. Rambling. Let her ramble. <laughs> no, I, no, it's okay. I like it when you ramble. It's great. It's all things I agree with. Okay. If well, I didn't agree, I would probably rambling. be here. <laughs> before you start rambling, we got somebody in the chat saying, uh, your good friend Taylor saying, hey, Tracy, whoa, watch the F-bombs, girl. <laughs> yeah, I have a... So, um, Tracy, yeah. before we get crazy, I need you to watch the fucking F-bombs, okay? I, I know, man. I just fucking say the F-bombs like, oh, oh, geez. If oh. You drop those fucking f-bombs for fuck's sake we're gonna fucking drop because we are like 14th in paraguay paraguayans they're gonna be like fuck no uh-huh. to fucking geekscape if you drop those f-bombs okay, <sighs> uh, okay <laughs> says choo choo Matt Kelly says, nice Buster Keaton reference. I love the general. That's a good, that's a classic. But um, no, I don't think it was a Buster Keaton reference. I, I think of like Mickey Mouse, like laying tracks in front of a train coming or something like that. I think of like old school Mickey Mouse cartoons whenever I start. Oh, those are so much fun. And yeah. I like made like the sound effects like general. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, Taylor's back and he says, hey, Tracy is gorgeous yeah that's ah. why we do the video show now why would i only you know if you're an audio listener hop over to facebook watch the watch the feed okay tracy yes as much as i want to talk about the doctor who's <gasps> i want to talk about yes. the star treks and all the pop culture stuff i gotta tell you um personally i had a great weekend i went oh, to see fantastic. some plays which i'd never do but uh my friend emily swallow was in a play on Friday night, she's in the Shakespeare play with uh, Joe Morton, mm. uh, and I was like, I got to see her do Shakespeare. Uh, you know Emily because she plays the armor in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. She's the one who tells you this is the way. And I, I be- became friends with Emily on Supernatural years ago when I was on set as a as a I was shadowing, and oh, she played God's sister. So we became friends, and I got to tell you, she was in a really cool 
production of King Lear. But and I was like, man, this weekend's awesome. And then Saturday in Buffalo, this yeah. motherfucker comes out and shoots ten people after writing for uh, months and a, a manifesto. manifesto, a manifesto based on like this replacement theory, this great replacement theory. But fourteen words. They should not replace us. We have to have more white babies to replenish this earth. Yeah. That, and they also revealed today that he actually visited, he visited the grocery store several times. And the security he guard, it. he scouted it. The security guard, I was unfortunately um, stolen from us as well. Um, he said that he, this man is suspicious. He knew this man was suspicious. He reported this man was suspicious. So it was, it, all of this was such a preventable tragedy. Like mm-hmm. th- this definitely did not need to happen. He was speaking about it online for months. So the, yeah. the, the craziness between being an activist and how many times we're encountered and like stopped for our organizing compared to this man literally talking about a mass shooting online. It's beyond me. Yeah. So, and, and I got to tell you, Geekscape is true. I did not bring Tracy on the show to talk about this. Tracy's supposed to come on the show. I, we were, we were, we've been organizing this for weeks and it just so happens that, you know, this political activist, Tracy Carr comes on the show and this, we have, we've got something horrible to talk about. I would have rather just talked about Dr. Strange too. I totally agree about any of this stuff, but I feel like Geekscape is, we should talk about this because I built this thing and Matt Kelly who's in charge of the network and all the Geekscape is here behind the scenes. Like the, the whole point of Geekscape is community. And the whole point of Geekscape is to, you know, not be one of those lone wolf or those loners out there thinking that, Oh, the lone um, wolf. Uh, the, the, he has some uh, mental yeah, that's that not he even a, help. It's no, it's, he's oh, a white supremacist. No. He said he was, he was anti-Semite. I just and call he was it influencing it is. groomed. He was influenced yeah. and groomed by a system. And in Geekscape is, we are part of a fabric and we need to call this shit out. And I know a lot of y'all are playing online games. I joined a Mario Kart group. Um, but when you see this stuff online, you got to call it out. Exactly. No, I completely agree. And we're, we're doing things that are, are fantastic out here in Los Angeles. Or we're helping folks build and get out of that mindset. And what's great about the community that we have here, we're always able to communicate with folks and see like where we can we help. So there's a lot of preventable things for certain tragedies to happen out here. And I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic that this is happening in other cities as well. It's just unfortunate that these mass shootings keep happening, especially to marginalized communities, because there was another mass shooting down in the OC on Sunday um, at I mean, a church. The Vietnamese people. Yeah. So it's all happening to uh, people of color, black people. And it's, it's more about we have to get back to building community and figuring out what we can do to take on white supremacy. White supremacy is the root of all this hate. Mm-hmm. But, so, but people who are trans and people who are gay are the groomers. That's the narrative, <sighs> which is fucking bullshit. Because that's you fucking see, bullshit. Like, it's you, complete I mean, bullshit. No, yeah, it's complete bullshit. <laughs> As someone that was a part of a a counter protest at We Spy, I definitely know it's bullshit, and we have a few obstacles against us, but we still show up. You don't think turning a kid into a Nazi is grooming? It's absolutely grooming. grooming. That's absolutely grooming. George Takei had the funniest thing ever. He's like, my entire life I was told to be straight. I was told it'd be better for me to be straight. Everybody told me to act straight. That's grooming, but it didn't work. I was groomed straight. It didn't work. Like You can't groom. (laughs) You don't mean it's grooming when all you see is like straight stories yeah dealt in your whole life yeah you're surrounded by since you're a child and but nope seeing those two ladies kiss online seeing those two ladies kiss on tv my heart just got sad my heart just i was just like are you are you kidding me with this again um well we're starting to go back to like the american american normal this is this is america's normal before covid so Mm. I, I'm hoping that I was hoping that we actually learned and we wouldn't go back to this. But again, that's just the optimist in me. But it just shows that we have more work to do. And I, I know a ton of people that are willing to do the work. I know a ton of people that are that are tired. A ton of people are still willing to go out there and try and make this world a better place. And 
that's why we're always going out there, creating events, staying on the ground, having, making sure voices are heard, especially folks that are most impacted by these situations. So Tracy and Geekscapists who are listening to this, you can follow Tracy on Instagram at crazy car. That's two R's in car, her last name, crazy car 77, uh, because she's, she's constantly organizing things like, what do you got? You got marches, you got gatherings, you got educational (laughs) opportunities. Like, I don't, I don't mean, I don't know anything about you beyond like what we've been talking on email and stuff like that. No, yeah, I know you're, I know you're somebody great to have on the show. So I was like, yeah, come on. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I've been organizing for a very long time, but it obviously really like, uh, went hyperspeed, I would say <laughs> when it was, uh, the George Floyd uprising. Um, I was part of a, uh, a group of folks that re- helped the release of a political prisoner. Um, I helped with uh, trans joy day recently. I was part of black women period where we have, uh, black people speaking their truths, black plant, tra- uh, black trans people as well, especially mm-hmm. just to give them a voice. So I'm still organizing, still on the ground. Uh, I'm thinking we're doing a healing circle soon for folks. Um, I'm balancing that out and also working on the show as well. And I feel that's going to be a great way for folks to come in and speak their truths and have a way to speak with people that we're all able to connect with. Because I mean, like everyone knows geek stuff, right? So yeah. it's I, I have my hands a little bit of everywhere right now, and I'm glad you mentioned that because, like, even just the moment of um, uh, we had a, a program at one of my gyms where we're helping folks of the trans community get into weightlifting. So um, that's been really great as well. So there's so many ways that you can just impact people's lives. Doesn't know you can always find different creative ways, and I'm constantly open to it and down for it. It's incredible. Uh, and Geekscape is, I just want to pause real quick and let y'all know that uh, we're recording this on uh, on Monday, and it's actually been a year since our friend Chris Ellis, original old school Geekscapist, uh, died in a UCLA hospital, and we started a blood drive last summer um, yeah. in Chris's name, and it's still going. So Geekscape is, if you, if you go out, if you're a part of any of this stuff, if you maybe join up with Tracy on Instagram and be a part of any of her uh, movements, um, please do, you know, hashtag Geekscape Games is kind of what, or hashtag Geekscape Games, don't put that, that's one of our podcasts, and uh, you know what, those Geekscape Game guys, they get foul mouth sometimes, and we can't be endorsing that, no. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, we're Geeks, like, watch Geeks, the fucks, Geekscape okay, gives. watch, yeah. <laughs> Geekscape Gives, hashtag Geekscape Gives is something we started last year to, to kind of do things like uh, like these these social movements, I just think... We can talk, you know, geeks games. We will get to the geek stuff, and I love uh, talking about the geek stuff. But we, we we can't exist in a vacuum, and we can't act like things like Star Trek and Marvel and DC weren't put together by a bunch of people in the '60s who were social activists. The good yeah, so people, not the, not the 1930s stuff. Like these people all had, like all these books are political fantasy and storytelling, and this is stuff that's quote unquote escapism. This is all commentary this is all expression of the outside world so we can't um ignore that stuff but i like tracy's approach she's like you know what there's an overlap so let's talk about the overlap i think what you said is sad like it took a global pandemic to slow down the school shootings and the mass shootings because everybody was quarantined so so i think what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna i'm just gonna go back to eating bad (laughs) i mean live your life right if i can if i can can jumpstart the next pandemic Yes. I, what do you think, Crazy? If I if I just start injecting myself like a like a Marvel villain with a bunch of like like isotopes or viruses, I mean, if you give yourself some radioact- uh, radiation, that probably will. You know, no, like, it's got to be uh, yeah, it's got to be something that's spreadable. It's got to be. A uh, that's true. Happen. I know. So we're gonna have like the zombie apocalypse over here. <laughs> I saw no. This is what I'm gonna do. I saw right. I saw this documentary. I saw this documentary about a guy who turns himself into a vampire. It was called Morbius. <laughs> what I'm gonna do. What I'm going to do is I'm going to be, I'm going to do what Michael Morbius did. This 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 va- this vampire scientist I saw in the documentary Morbius. Have you seen mm-hmm. the Morbius? It's a documentary. Yeah. I am going to do that. It's a very, so it's a very interesting can, documentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to do that. It's very truth. And maybe we go into a quarantine and we stop the sc- the shootings that way. It's it's all I can think of. If I turn I, myself into like a living vampire, it's very noble. This this Michael Morbius, a very noble person, very noble. And if I could do something like that to shut down the pandemic, who's to stop me? I know. I like. I like the way you think, sir. I like the way you think. I like that. God, or, 
Or, like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just. I <laughs> well, we gotta find options. Stuff, we gotta crazy. find different ways. We gotta find different ideas. You know, like if that's the way to do it. I mean, we've we've run out of the thoughts and the prayers. So we gotta find that's, that's good. Ways. My campaign promise is to turn myself into a living vampire and kickstart a pandemic so we can stop the school mass shooting. Oh my God, it's awful. I shouldn't even have a platform. Why do I, how do I have a platform? Why are you, uh, you're listening. Um, but as long okay, as we like, have like a, like a, like a safe, safe pandemic. Cause you know, like okay. a few people were, were harmed by the pandemic. So we want to make sure that like, there's also like a cure. Yeah. yeah. So we want yeah, to, we're we trying to cure to the vampire. Sort of like, yeah, we're, we're, Yeah. I think the cure to Michael, Michael Morbius's vampirism was the box office. Oh, <laughs> I, think, I think I think ticket sales was the cure on that one. Um, <laughs> Ryan Fraser says, "I'm a new Batman villain called Bat Eater." That could be, yeah. Oh, Bat Eater! That's a fantastic yeah, villain. I, I, I would just end up being like some dude going around biting rich dudes with S and M fetishes to dress Yo, like rodents. That would be like, a real. That's thing. a real way to do it. Like I mean, we're always touting eat the rich. We might as well, you know. The Morbius <laughs> way is the best way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Jim's yeah. got your back. Jim Pagranelli in New York says, Cap literally punched out Hitler. Superman is an undocumented immigrant. Hardcore geekery is liberal as fuck. You wouldn't think it, though, with these articles being upset about... You, you know about this new uh, show, Strange New Worlds, that's happening on, uh, yes! on uh, yes! TV? Yeah, okay, so okay, Paramount man. Plus has this show called Strange with New Worlds, people. and... It's got some blue. It's got one blue dude, and here's here's the crazy thing. He uh he kind of has like daredevil senses. This blue alien, like he has like heightened uh like perception and everything, and he can he's a little bit of a precog. He can kind of see things before they happen. Um, he's actually played by by, by a blind actor, which Ooh. is it's a blind character actually played by a blind actor. They cover him in a bunch of antennas and blue makeup, but there, I think there's some progression in TV because. We just watched uh, Our Flag Means Death. There's a trans character oh, in that. that. And that is all so about much. like. Uh, Taika. Oh my gosh. That show's amazing. Yes. So I'm just saying that Star Trek's always been extremely progressive, like since the beginning of the whole series. So, like, are you talking about a show that's had some parts of the world that have any currency? So it's, it, it's, it's amazing that Star Trek is still living up to its legacy of being like one of the progressive shows ever. I think that this new show kind of does it the best. Like, no, no offense to like the Picard and the Star Trek Discovery yep. and the stuff that's, that's going on there. Uh, I watched the first season of Picard. I watched most of the second season, but Star Trek New Worlds kind of feels like classic Trek. It's got a lot of the classic Trek smart ideas. I know mm-hmm. Lower Decks is like the fun Star Trek that everybody's excited about right now. Well, that was fun, yeah. But Strange New Worlds, uh, there's a lot of cool ideas on it. And like episode two mostly is from Ahura's perspective when she first joins the enterprise and that's a lot of fun and you know anybody arguing that star trek is too woke we know that like nichelle nichols was the first interracial kiss on tv so it's insane this article came out and it kind of it kind of did the circuit of geek you know triggering because it was all about it really when you read the article it was written by a conservative it's talking about how Star Trek sucks because it's woke now. Uh, and he got lambasted for this because Star Trek has always been progressive. Um, the main like lightning rod for his readers that he was using was that they had that Stacey Abrams cameo on the Discovery. And he was so pissed that Stacey Abrams had a cameo on Discovery that he wrote an entire article about how Star Trek's not any good anymore because it's woke. Yeah, you know, for folks like that, I just want to say, die mad about it. <laughs> just straight up, die mad about it. Like, I have a meme. Like, just straight up, like, what this, is this? Like, I what? have this image saved on my phone of the, uh, you know, that little salt girl with the uh, umbrella? Mm-hmm. And, and it just says, die salty, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. What, what is what's so much anger projecting to something that should be celebrated? What is wrong with you know, some folks like they just don't deserve your energy. Some folks just have to find their own path because it it just reminds me of when um when the uprising first happened and folks would say like why are folks out there why are folks protesting the streets and I would notice they're like Star Wars fans and I was like did you think Star Wars was a romance <laughs> like, yeah. like what do you think yeah. 
we're battling against. So it's just always baffling. Like, I don't want to write people off. You always want to be able to communicate with folks and see their perspective. But sometimes it's just like, you know what? I'm going to let you read that again. And then I'm, yeah. I'm going to take, I'm going to just let you read that again and do your little process first. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like there's some Dunning-Kruger going on here where the tools they have that they brought to the conversation, that's the extent to which the conversation can go. Does that make yeah. sense? Like it, yeah. it, it stinks. It stinks, Tracy, but like our the education campaign, when the bottom of it has already been taken out, when like public education and these these basics are taken out, the conversation can only go so far. And that's by design, of course. Like Yeah, the conversation goes so far and it usually becomes about like who's the loudest or who or what about isms and stuff like that. So it's always like interesting to get to the root of the problem. Um, but at the same time, like especially if you're writing articles like this and it's getting spread worldwide, like there's certain times like you can actually have these conversations with folks and spend the day and usually hours speaking to people. But sometimes just having the knowledge of just, you know what, I'm going to protect my peace as well. And when mm -hmm. I have the energy to speak to these people, you can. I just want to give people the permission to do that because sometimes it can be right. really like harmful to like try and persuade others. Because you, it feels like you're talking down to them. Yeah, it feels it feels like you're talking down, but also it just feels like they want to bring you down to their level. They want you to see what they're coming from. And it's just like, I'm just trying to give you a different perspective. I'm not trying to insult. I'm not trying to... Uh, Insight. Yeah. So it, it's like, it's a, it's a strange balance that we all just need to learn. And including myself. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard for me. I, I kind of like sometimes I just become the jerk. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of friends that do that, so I do not. <laughs> I, I, ha I have to consciously step away. Yeah. I have to consciously be like, "Hey, man, like you're not in a state of mind where you can have this conversation, Jonathan. This nothing's good is going to come of this, and you're going to end up angry for the next week." Um, all all this to say, Geekscape is if you're looking for something new to watch. And you got Paramount Plus. Watch Strange New Worlds. I think it's really good. I think you'll enjoy it. Anson Mount plays Pike, the captain before Kirk. It's it's like again, Ahura has just joined the crew. Spock is on the crew. It, they do a good job. It's it's it feels like classic Trek more so than most of the Paramount Plus shows have done. So that's my little plug for there. It is not paid. It's just I wanted to watch something that I heard was really good, and and that was uh, Strange New Worlds. Yeah, um, so, so Tracy, if if uh, the hell do we do? <laughs> I often I often find myself with situations like this where it's so glaringly clear that we need some kind of regulation on automatic weapons. What do we yeah. do? Um, that's a very tough question. Um, yeah, we we definitely have some work to do. We definitely have stuff for work to do when it comes to like education system, but it's all from the bottom up, like you said. Like it's. Right through education the down ticket stuff yeah the resources that people are given the knowledge that people are given um like i mean we do need critical race theory like we need those in there so we need that and but we uh, sorry i was just gonna say that we have no, to I was gonna say do we have to call out that do we have to use those terms for it because those terms were designed those yeah they were designed like they were designed to to, to trigger each other and be like i does that make sense? Like it was just a oh, yeah. they, they, they use a lot of words. I have to admit, the other side has really great ways of using words against us, and we have to find ways to con like constantly articulate different areas of that needs improvement. And like, yeah. So the game is exhaustion. They want to exhaust you. Their yes. game is exhaustion. Like the biggest thing you notice that when you're arguing with folks is like, make sure you're like not actually arguing. You're just stating your points. You're stating your points, and you're not, and you're. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Tracy. You're, you're breaking up a little bit on the on the Wi-Fi. Um, oh, your no. Wi-Fi. Your Wi-Fi no, broke up a little bit. Matt. No, no, it's, it's okay. Oh, okay. If you, no, no, you're, you're fine now, Tracy. But but <laughs> but if you start hearing pornography from the other room, hey. you tell them to shut that off. All right. Like if you start hearing them downloading some kind of stuff that's you know, you oh, tell yeah. them to stop the download. Yeah. All right. Just pause it. But I'm also okay. very like positive. So if folks want to just like watch porn while I'm doing this. It's totally fine. Just just use your 5G. Just, just yeah, 5G. Just not with the same bandwidth. Use, the 5G. use, 
you have to use the 5G. Uh, but I heard 5G is I heard 5G is a problem too. I heard it destroys the atmosphere. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be more than like oh, there were like ten minutes. <laughs> Somebody just slammed a door. I think they're uh, mad I mean, that we well, cut that we shut down uh, the door. Uh, now, now Don't be mad. Yeah. Don't be mad. The porn will still be there. If there's one thing we learned, yeah, porn's gonna save this porn world. Pornhub just needs to like. Oh, Talk to me about that. Well, help me out because I was about to eat a damn bat. Yeah, the start of pandemic. They're like, so you can stay home. Here's a bunch of free content. Start a pandemic. I'm going to start a time machine. I missed that whole thing. I'm down in South America trying to get Marble Mor- Michael Morbius into a. Where are you from? I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. New Orleans, okay. Louisiana, and I bounced around to Georgia, then Georgia for a while, uh, and I'm basically just relocated to Los Angeles and been in Los Angeles ever since. You wanted to do what? Like you, you're writer, director, actor. I originally moved out here for acting. I'm still pursuing an acting career, um, but I, I feel like those traits have helped me when it comes to like speaking and you know, like activism and like really delving into like just the human psyche of how people work and communicate and operate. Right now, I'm actually um, a CrossFit coach and a boxing coach, so I'm coaching folks, uh, teaching folks how to get strong and how to fight, which is nice. Uh, I need. I think we need it in this world at this point. So, like, yeah, well, I mean, you you were you're you're only half joking. Yeah, I'm only half joking. Yeah, exactly. But we had our buddy Hannibal Tabu, who's a, a a black comic writer, on the show, and we talked on the show about dude literally has a baseball bat and an axe in his car because he doesn't fuck with people. Like we, what did I see the graphic today of like how many of these psycho white supremacist shooters are being taken alive versus the people who are like oh i used the i was on the wrong street and i ended up getting killed by a police officer like it was a pattern it was like one column was taken alive another column killed on site for being black another column you know taken alive and white another column i was like you know what like the the stripes are black and white just replace the red white like the, the, the just replace the stripes on the flag with this Exactly. Like, sadly, like just replace the stripes on the flag. It's glaringly obvious. It's, it's completely obvious the bias and the racial and the racism involved in this. Um, and that's what we were fighting for. We're still fighting for it. Like, no city has ever has defunded the police. Uh, I think um, a couple of cities, including like Colorado, has qualified immunity, but like that should be everywhere, not just like just a, a few pockets here and there. So we're still looking for that defund we're still looking for that abolition uh we have some folks actually in los angeles some candidates that are abolitionists and it's incredible that we have i believe six on the ballots this coming uh june 6th but also if you have Mm -hmm. the mail-in ballots you're able to vote for them as well so there's there's a lot of progress happening and i don't want to diminish that but yeah we have a, a pretty long marathon we're not in a sprint here we have a marathon that we have to get through so it's nice to see like all the pockets are actually getting in place. Like all these little pieces are come falling into place as some in some kind of capacity. Right. And and Tracy, I actually I'm being sincere with this geekscape is I have the mail in ballot for Los Angeles sitting mm-hmm. on my uh coffee table and I was actually looking for a resource to go write down the ballot and be like, you know what? I'm gonna research or I'm gonna call my so actually my just my smartest progressive friends and find out like who are the candidates they're gonna vote for. I think in honesty, Tracy, I'm just going to like hit you up and be like, hey, I'm going name by name. Who do I vote for? So I don't end up like a, with a fake wolf in sheep's clothing. Perfect. Hit me up. Kawan Glover over there on Twitch says, talk your shit, Tracy. <laughs> I, I'm here for you. I'm here for everyone. Like That's the thing. Like I want to be accessible to folks. And then Scott over on YouTube says, hey, congrats, Tracy. Um, So Tracy, again, like... <sighs> The progressive thing, you know, I consider myself a pretty staunch progressive. Facebook also classifies me as a pretty hard liberal. <laughs> you ever done that? <laughs> that's like what Facebook thinks of you to sell you ads? Oh, God, no, I don't. If you go into the settings on Facebook, you can see like how you've been how you've been classified in Facebook. And I looked and I was I'm like, oh, curious. pretty hard, hard left. <laughs> yeah, it's how they collect your it's how they collect your data based on how you give your data. And it was all part of that whole Cambridge Analytics stuff, and you looked up and yeah. was like, "Oh, they're actually selling." A they're selling of all of you. There, there, there's a, mm-hmm. there's probably a 
big file on all of us. There's, my file is probably a little bit larger. But like, like, you've been doing some stuff, young lady. Uh, ma'am, uh, what's great is uh, Geeks keep streaming, so you don't have to tap it, okay? Yeah, my FBI agent's just looking at this like, oh, yeah, just give it to him. Just give it to me. There's, like a, there's a bean counter somewhere in the uh, FBI offices being like, this motherfucker's going to become Michael Morbius. <laughs> We have to stop him. We have to oh, stop him before he develops the Venom symbiote. <laughs> this idiot is just going to follow the Sony playbook for the Spider-Man movies without Spider-Man in them. This moron right here is going to become Craven the Hunter and run around in a loincloth. With a, oh, Craven like the a Hunter is the blind. best. I love Craven. I know. I, I can't wait to I... see that movie. Nobody asked for Trace. <laughs> no, you know what? I just finished watching um, the, the 80s version of Spider-Man, and I'm obsessed. Like... I think they had like another Spider-Man where um, he was an actual spider. And like that whole scene is just hilarious. If you want to check that out, it's like an 80s Spider-Man and it's like coming from his butt. So the webbing. What are you like, talking about? I, was, I, was I know, like, I, I know, I know the 70s Spider-Man that they the actually did the TV Spider-Man. show. Yeah, you gotta watch the 80s. Spi- you should have like the Italian Spider-Man or something like that. <laughs> it's on Disney Plus. It was the best thing ever. I was obsessed with watching that. But that's not the Japanese vi- Spider-Man. I'm telling you. Okay, you know what? I'm going to send that episode to you, and you just have okay. to show people. Okay, because okay, I remember the white dude, the actor who actually played Peter Parker, actually, his birthday was like yesterday, I saw on social oh, media. Yay, the OG, the OG, yeah, he watches. The OG. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Big Yang says, you know what? The Madam Web movie was the movie absolutely no one asked for. Uh, no, I think that the I think that the agents for the actress playing Madam Web actually asked for that movie pretty Heavily. Um, let's get back to the, the real stuff. Uh, Jonathan Henlon over on LinkedIn. Oh, it's LinkedIn. He goes, Tracy, what is a political organizer? Are you a freelance producer of political events for causes that you and I, and I, he's with you, Hi, believe in? That. Or are you the bearer of the message, the talent at those events? Do you get up on stage and you put it all together? Ah, okay. That's a, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little bit of a little bit of a little bit of everything. I am a political organizer. I've worked. Uh, I've done canvassing. I've been at different uh, events where a bunch of our political candidates are speaking, and I spoke to a few of the candidates on the side to see like what are they're really trying to do for our city. So definitely a part of those groups as well. Um, usually, sometimes I'm on stage. Um, sometimes I'm speaking. Sometimes um, during marches, you can. It's, see me with a bullhorn. However, a lot of times I'm just there to, to do security and de-escalate. Um, I'm usually running around back and forth, making sure everyone's safe. Um, so I'm not usually that person. There's some incredible people that do a way better job than me when it comes to being on the mic and such. So I usually let them do their thing. But I'm mostly the person that you'll see in a fright, making sure like cars are coming by safely or they need to stop to make sure everyone's walking and able to have their voice heard. Um, but yeah, I'm usually organizing on both ends. And, uh, when it comes to like talent, um, I'm so, I, I, I'm such a, like a listener and a giver. Um, I like hearing what other people have to say. Half the time I'm like usually listening and I have my little input at the end. So I think that's why I like a lot of folks like me as a host, because I'm able to get talent on. I really want to delve into like what what are what are what are your ideas as an activist? What are your ideas as a person that can get us moving this ball moving to create a better world? So yeah. I, I I I kind of feel like I have that nice balance where I can know like if I need to speak, sure. However, I'm always gracious and wanting to hear other people as well. So it's a little bit of both. Well, what Geekscape is uh, what she's talking about is she has this show called Superpower to the People, and you can actually go to YouTube and subscribe to it. Uh, I'm going to show you all the trailer real quick. If you're listening, you're going to hear the trailer. Uh, Let me go ahead and uh, clue you into Tracy's new project, Superpower to the People. And again, our our friends like Adam Mortimer have been on the show. Um, Here is the trailer. Let me go ahead and uh, let me clean that up. Let, Let me go ahead and play this for you. Here's the trailer. Hey team, thanks for joining us today. My name is Tracy Carr and I'm your host. Today we're discussing Batman and Joker, the system versus chaos. If you see Batman as somebody who's super, that he can fight space aliens, it becomes a metaphor, start with trauma and wind up somewhere better. If we see him as a rule book for how we should police our cities, it's a disaster. I'm Batman. Seeing how people view Batman and then how cops interact with activists and organizers. Cops are acting like Batman, like a dark knight. 
it's a little hypocritical and also very complicated that you have punch time villains, lower tier guys that like you can throw off a bridge or whatever, and then you have absolute insanity with your supervillains. How does he go between those two worlds? Clearly not very well. <laughs> You have cops who represent this system, and Batman works outside the system. There's somewhat. Like somewhat. Some, somewhat. Somewhat. Batman and superheroes, they have to take care of that because the system doesn't work. The system is so entrenched that you have to disrupt. I'm a product of people who disrupted the shit out of this country. <laughs> Batman, who just comes into this city, claims to protect everyone. They come in with like these good intentions, but that kills black and brown people. In a world obsessed with superheroes, it's time we understand what's happening in the streets. Because the real heroes aren't who you think they are. So, from Garcetti Mansion to Wayne Manor, saving the world starts with us. Nice. That's it's pretty awesome. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Uh, it was a year ago that we actually filmed that. A year ago this past April. Um, oh, things have gotten was, better. Yeah. I appreciate that. Great yeah. way to go. Thanks. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm being physical. <laughs> Jesus. Whew. Um, but what's funny is like last year when I um, actually when I was asking Adam to be part of it, I was such a goof. I was so nervous to ask him, and like I was like, "Why?" I don't know. Like he's such a great person. Adam is yeah, the most yeah, loving. No longer, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, Adam. I love you, <laughs> Adam. I am kidding, dude. <laughs> yeah, I've known him for about fifteen plus years. Quite jealous. <laughs> No, I, I mean, I'm the guy who's going to eat a bat to bring back the pandemic, so don't ask me for anything. Maybe I'll eat a penguin. I, I, I seriously think people should just come to my world. You eat the bat, and people just... I'm just trying to stir up the shoot mass shootings by creating another I pandemic. I know, I know, I know, but I just That's want it. people... It's the only strategy a dummy like me knows. Oh, well, good luck. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're going to accuse... Was... Tracy, you go around with that message. They're going to accuse you of grooming... So my secret is don't groom. I don't shave. I don't brush my teeth. I don't clean. That's what they're talking about, right? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm like yeah. the dumber version of you. I take something that actually means something in an intelligent message, and I'm like, what's the dumbest way to say this? Because I'm trying to reach everybody, I guess. I don't know. Maybe well, yeah, there I are ways to reach way. folks. I mean, there are ways to reach folks. Oh, like, no. we got I mean, we can reach folks by like using allegories, talking the, their language. Just, that's the whole point. I don't even know how to spell that. Uh, <laughs> Big Yanks in Long Island says, I'm getting strong Issa Rae vibes. Hmm. Yeah. That's a great okay. compliment. Oh, my God. That's pretty awesome. She's yeah, amazing. she's a goddess. Like, oh, my gosh. Thank you. She's amazing. Uh, I keep coming back to this question, maybe out of my own simplistic view of things. Mm -hmm. If somebody's listening to this right now and they're like, I want to get, I want to get involved. I want to do something. Yeah. Um, what kind of spandex should they put on? What kind of weapons should they put in their utility belt? What uh, should, fuel should they put in their rocket in their car? How should they, I'm kidding. What should they actually be doing politically? Because. <laughs> oh yeah. Honestly, like it's uh, for me, it always starts with, uh, just mutual aid. Start off with mutual aid. Find these different organizations that are uh, practicing mutual aid on the ground, being very close to communities that are mostly impacted, and actually speak to the people there. There's, there's always some way you can find, usually through social media, you can find some folks that are willing to go out there as if it's a community fridge. They're asking, hey, can someone help build this fridge? Hey, we're having this protest for the abortion rights, go out there. And when you're out there, just talk to people. People are always engaging when it comes to, they're wanting more numbers out there. They want more people to give their input. So I just, I know it's a little bit scary, especially during these times, because we're still kind of like iffy about COVID, but usually folks that are like a part of this world, they want you to be safe too. So you can always ask them to put on a mask or you can wear a mask if you're talking to them. But people are always willing to just have these conversations and just, add you to their their pool of, hey, you want to do better in this world? I am here to help you. And that should be the attitude when it comes to this. So I will always say, like, find a way, find a buddy, uh, check on social media. Uh, I think always have a buddy. If you're going to go to these places, I think you should always have a buddy just because they're agitators. And I don't want to, I don't yeah. mean to be like an, like an old folk. Oh, no. Guy they're, being they're, like, like, oh, it's, but, 
but it, I think there are agitators on both. I don't want to fucking both sides this. Um, does that make sense? Like there are people. Well, it depends. It depends. It depends. It depends. Because, because I, because I, I go to these things and I invite people just because I want more people to go to them. Yeah. Um, but sometimes people want to start shit. I'm not saying, but like, you know, you see cops like bumping into people off their bikes and bumping into people. Cops and are usually the shoving. escalators. Yes, they're definitely yeah. usually the escalators. And then, um, but what I mean is, people push back because, like, yeah. fuck them. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> so exactly. you always have to go. You always have to go with a friend, right? No, yeah, you usually, go yes, always things. go with a friend. Always go with a friend. Like when uh, there's a few times where I would go to marches and would let some folks know I was going. I would always say like, if you ever need a buddy. I will be your buddy. Like I will put myself out there. Mm-hmm. So folks, and if they're nervous, I will take care of them. There's been several times during marches where it was someone by themselves. Unfortunately, I would definitely be with them the whole time and make sure they got home safe. And like, well, you're going to meet people like that. I'd always recommend bringing a buddy, but at the same time, you can always reach out to people. If you're in LA, reach out to me. I'm totally down to go with you. Um, but I, I just want to mention like when it comes to agitators, <laughs> I always go back to the, the latest event where like we kind of protested. There's always going to be those agitators there. Um, and I'm not saying the Antifa shit. Like I'm not being like, Antifa, because, because, because no, yeah. we know oh, people. Oh yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. Cause I'm that is just hard, hard. I don't even want, I, I'm actually even scared to put that crap out, but does that make no. sense? Like that's a myth. Honestly, honestly, but, no. Like half the time when you see like the rhetoric around Antifa, usually they're just out there protecting folks. Exactly. A lot of times, a lot of times when they have like these counter protests, it's usually because, um, I'm just going to use an example of something I've experienced. Like when we were protecting, uh, what you saw in the video was We Spa. Um, we were protecting a spa that had a trans woman go there for a, a spa day. And just a, a fucking re- spa day? Spa, just a fucking spa and day. people showed up for that? A, uh, someone was there and then a video camera was taken. Well, hold on. Your, your a, internet's a little choppy. Go ahead, Tracy. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. And like a whole viral yeah, video came out and a few right-wingers said they were going to go and destroy the spa. So we counter-protested it. And we, I'm just going to say like, it was a good day for us that day. However, um, that translated to uh, more media, which went to Tucker Carlson. So it became like a huge thing. Just and of course, groomer, yeah, of course, groomer rhetoric was coming up. Transphobic rhetoric was coming up. So it became like a another a second time to go counter protest. Unfortunately, that time uh, there were more of the right wingers, but they weren't the actual problem. LAPD were the actual problem this time because when we met, LAPD separated us immediately and just came at us. Wow! Now we were doing they didn't know, yeah, yeah, and you know, we have footage of like uh, cops stealing a trans flag and stepping on it. Uh, cops, there's a right winger that came with a bat. A cop just took the bat and just told him, Hey, get back there. Um, compared to what we actually went oh, through, you, you, yeah, like provided them with water. Like what happened? Yeah, they were like, Hey, guys, are you guys, uh, you need some water here? Like, you look a little oh. hot today. It's a hot July. <laughs> like, so, yeah. So, usually when we're there, we're usually there to protect people. Like, there was an event recently where we, the folks were protecting a Planned Parenthood. And it was successful where they have all the patients that were scheduled to go there that day were actually able to get there safely. Wow. Like it's always a safety thing first. Mm-hmm. It, what I don't understand, and this is actually depressing to me, Tracy, is like, how did we get to a point in our country where like our parents, not my parents, my parents are progressive as hell. I love them. But uh, where people's parents are listening to a dude who literally looks like Arcade from the X-Men. Like Tucker Carlson looks like the fucking villain Arcade from the X-Men. He looks like a little bow-tied pipsqueak who just talks trash and like traps Wolverine in a like a house of mirrors. <laughs> like that's basically it. <laughs> But 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 this bastard's trapped an entire generation through yeah. triggering in a house of mirrors and started adding like stupid phrases like we talked about critical race theory we talk about the great replacement theory. Um, Geekscape is if you're listening to this and you've got parents or family members who watch Fox News or OAN or any of this. I, I don't actually don't. I, my parents uh, do not watch this. Thank God. No. But I've been I got to tell you, people that do. Tracy, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have Geekscape volunteer its own great replacements theory. Um, this is what you do. 
you put on parental controls on the on the thing. You're you're a geekscapist. You're a tech person. You know how to work a control better than your parents or anybody who's watching Fox News knows how. Take the control. Parental, parental lock. Put on a parental <laughs> lock. Get the channel lock. off, and then take the batteries to the remote control, and you gotta replace them with mini sausages. You know those little mini sausages you cook up for breakfast with your eggs. Just replace the replace the the, the remote control with sausages. Do that. Just take it once. <laughs> Hormel, take like Hormel sausages and put them also, in the, also, them in the take remote. Away, take away the remote on certain shows that are so copaganda. We should also take away some shows or oh, like some shows heavy. like that. What are some I shows we got to watch like, out for? Usually, like on CBS. CBS has a lot of propaganda. Oh, is um, it like the stuff like like nine one one or like rescue this or rescue or that? Yeah, like can we? Can oh, we really? Yeah. Like there's a, there's okay. a lot of propaganda out there too that I'm just like, all right, we, we we're still I don't trying watch to. Those shows. Yeah, I don't either. I yeah. don't either. I didn't. I, I didn't think that they were so. I didn't know that they were so like pro cop or this and that. I'll tell you a disturbing story. Um, you know who Joel Surnow is? He was the executive producer and showrunner of 24. No, I did not. Well, this I know 24. Been... Yeah, but... of course. It's, it's been 18 years since this happened. So I'll go ahead and tell the story. <laughs> yeah, I was a, I was, um, uh, yeah, I was a good child. A buddy of mine. Oh, thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when, I first moved to, when I first moved to LA, uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Joel had like a poker game. He had the art right. director of 24 build him in the, in, in the stages in the valley, uh, build a poker room for him. And he would have these poker games after episodes of, you know, during shooting, he and people would get together and play poker. He's a big poker fan. I don't know how to play poker, but I ended up being invited to one of these poker games, uh, maybe because I didn't know how to play poker. But nice. I mean, the guy was nice enough to have me there. Everybody's kind of nice. But um, would 24 be a kind of a propaganda show, like promoting like this kind of stuff? Because I'll tell you what, uh, he had a flag from nine, from one of the towers from 9-11 in the back behind his desk. And I just remember oh, seeing that and like knowing the dude was kind of right wingish, um, but just being like, wow, this dude literally has one of the, there were only two towers and each of them only had one flag on them. And he had one of them behind his desk framed. It was tattered. It was from one of the towers oh and he was, he was like, and I was like, what's the story on that? And he goes, that's one of the flags from the tower. And I had heard that, that Joel's conservative, uh, nice guy, but, is that a propaganda show? Was I was I should I have been mean to him? Um <laughs> be mean to everyone. No. <laughs> I mean I I personally never watched 24. Um mm-hmm. but Oh, it was all it was a it was a great fantasy show. You could get you could get from Marina Del Rey, you could get from Marina Del Rey to uh like uh the North Valley in in like 20 minutes. It's best it's the best sci-fi show on TV. Oh yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I mean, you only show. had twenty four hours to work with yeah. in a season. <laughs> you had to teleport. Jeez. It seemed like yeah, it was insane. Uh, that's how you get to LA all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all those shows are like, "Yeah, hey, I'll be there in ten minutes." I'm like, "No, you won't, asshole. No. You're in Anaheim. It's not going to happen." Are you going to be in Anaheim in downtown LA in ten minutes? Great. <laughs> okay, so tell your tell your parents no cop shows, yeah, no propaganda, no propaganda, no no Fox News, no Fox News. Um. One of the things that okay, so Tucker started distancing himself from critical his his uh, great revision uh, replacement theory because his lawyer probably talked to him and said, "Hey, this kid had your entire garbage in his manifesto." First off, he wasn't calling it a manifesto; he started calling it a meme that this kid was influenced by memes and had like put out. It's like no, dude, he wrote a manifesto That's basically so. note for note on garbage that you said. He's so so now that the pivot was. Video games have become too realistic. We are back to the video games are no, causing these shooters. I, I that was the narrative. The narrative today to distance themselves from being responsible for the great replacement theory was that people are creating these mass shooters. These mass shootings are happening because video games have become well, They'll find too any way to realistic. give excuses. They found any way to give excuses instead of really getting to the root of these problems. So it, it doesn't surprise me that they went back to the video game rhetoric. Also, like, I remember, I believe it's Tucker Carlson, but one of them, uh, they're all in the same pool when it comes to this, so if it's not specifically Tucker Carlson. But there was a lawsuit. No, it might have been um, Alex Jones, the lawsuit. Bill O'Reilly, any of those guys. Any of those, yeah. Um, uh, There's a lawsuit that states that, like, they're known as entertainers. 
Like they that get away that statement. Yeah, they get away with like the what they say because they're like, I don't I don't get how people understand like see me as news. I'm a, just an entertainer. I'm just saying these words. Like I'm that not That was the defense. Yeah, it was a defense. And when they were getting sued, they defended themselves saying that they were entertainers. And then they doubled down by saying nobody who would actually watch this would actually believe it. Would they? Well, yeah. if you dent public education enough, yes, they're going to believe it. If you inundate them on Facebook with fake shit, yeah, they're going to believe it. The only thing you should believe is that just believe Geekscape. Yeah. Just, just, go just go to Geekscape. Just go to Geekscape. Understand that Jonathan's looking out for you. He's going to stop this mass shooting by creating another pandemic. I'm going to go eat a pangolin right after this. Sorry, pangolin, but pangolin? you and I both have to sacrifice things. Pangolin. Sorry. It's the only way. And, and I, Alex, I, I'm Jones got sued. Alex Jones got sued for all the fake, like saying that people were crisis actors and saying that the kids at Sandy Hook were all faking it. And he got yeah, sued I, out his pants. And he's bankrupt, I believe, because of it, which is, I mean, yeah, he should be. Like, you yeah. can't, it, it, it's it's crazy to the amount of people that can just get away with saying things, especially when they have this insane amount of power. And I, that goes back to, like, us really thinking. I'm sorry, Tracy, but it's insane when people look like you are getting shot for it. Yeah. That's what's that fucking insane true. about it. That is also That's what's fucking true. insane about it, is that people can just run their mouths and then defend themselves by saying it's entertainment and get get away with I I'm going to call it murder. I'm going to say that these people they're are murderers. responsible. They're murderers and are terrorists. It's is a terrorist network. And meanwhile, someone like you walking out the door has to wonder whether or not they're going they're going to get pulled over in the wrong way and shit's going to escalate in a way that you can't control. And next thing you know is Jonathan's doing Geekscape telling a horrible story about ex-guest Tracy Carr. No, that's the reality of what we're living in. That's the reality of what we're living in. And that's the one one of the things that like, well, when I was thinking about specifically the show, I was thinking about I want to reach people that look like me. I want to reach people that are part of my community that really need to be heard. Cause like like a lot of folks are hurting right now and they need to be heard. They need and they need to be celebrated as well. Like I go back and forth with folks that need to be heard because of what unfortunate situations they're dealing with and we need to bring a reality to it but also i also want to make sure that we're also celebrating each other we having days of joy days of knowing that we're here to actually live our life and be happy we should always strive for living a life that's comfortable for everyone so we're i'm constantly trying to make sure some people not tucker not cocker yeah no, not i wish tucker. that i want that tie to get a little tighter <laughs> you want to just choke him out with the tie no Choke him out. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that thing so fast his head pops off. Oh, that's really better. That's very that's very like comic y. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well that's the reality I live in. I'm like, oh everything's a cartoon. Uh <laughs> Jim Pagranelli in New York says the El Paso shooter and tree of life shooters is in Pittsburgh. I remember that horrible event. Also extensively cited replacement theory because yeah. El Paso was against Hispanics, Tree of Life was against Jewish people. And so did the Tiki Torch waving polo short wearing jerks in Charlottesville. And I believe um, uh, Christchurch yeah. too. Christchurch was another mm-hmm. one in, where they uh, in Australia. In New Zealand. New Zealand. Australia. Sorry about that. New, uh, I, thought, I, I thought it was New Zealand. Yeah. I think it's New Zealand. I think it's New Zealand. Sorry about that. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, Christchurch was the same thing where they said the same replacement theory. Um, I mm-hmm. usually see like the 14 words. I, can, I don't remember exactly what they were, mm-hmm. but it's part of the replacement theory as well. Okay, so to Tracy, I'm, I mean, I'm a product of an interracial, quote unquote, interracial marriage. My mother's from Guadalajara, uh, and and I just got to say, like this whole replacement theory thing, um, the horrible thing about it is you can only think that you're being replaced if you look at people as unequal. If everyone's yeah. equal, there is no actual replacement. Does oh, that make sense? Course. Like everything oh, is definitely. equal. Definitely. Like it's yeah, it is a it is a racist fucking theory to begin with, and so. In, in my intel, intelligent solution, I just think this is what we do. We just got to bang, like, everybody. We just got to, you know, just everybody have sex. <laughs> just re- yeah, replace as best you can. Just, it's in uh, yeah. 2038, everyone's going to look basically like us. And yeah. I think that's great. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I think it's great. Let's. Out. No, no, but they got to be of age. <laughs> there ain't, ain't no grooming here. I don't no, want to be accused no, of that no. crap. No, I don't no, want to be accused no. of that crap. I got to tell you, uh, <laughs> Trace, we were we were talking about porn. I'm so old now at 43. Like, I have to type MILF in or I'll end up with people with braces. Like, I can't. I like I got to. 
I gotta find older people. I can't watch that stuff. It makes me feel icky. I can't Mike, the things that I like in my pornography has aged with me. I think that's appropriate. So I don't want to be accused of no grooming. I was proud of myself. I was like, oh no, 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 no. I'm just gonna go back to your bat theory. We're just gonna go there. Everyone, you're just gonna be Morbius. Yeah, okay, we got options. I think we gotta radiate you with gamma radiation. So whenever you go to these protests, you can just chuck people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wanna chuck people. That'd be great. <laughs> I'm usually on the front anyway. So Geekscape, I think we've, we've made some solutions here in this last hour at Geekscape. And let's break this down. Okay, here are the solutions. This is what you're going to do. This is your mission, okay? Okay. You're gonna, you're, I'm going to find a penguin. I'm going to eat it. and then, I'm sorry, <laughs> penguin. And then, I, and then we're going we're gonna to all go back inside because it was... It was no, we need hard. to be less, stay inside. Less people got shot. The By other the thing way, we're going like, to do is, is we're going to find gamma radiation and we're going to radiate Tracy. I'm sorry. I'm sure we'll get it right the first time around. I know, they got it right the first time with Captain America, so hopefully, unless you want me no, like to... Isaiah Bradley says otherwise. There was... Isaiah Isaiah Bradley, the first black Captain America that was before Steve Rogers. That is otherwise. true. That is mm-hmm. very true. Listen, you, you're going to lose geek cred. We, this is Geekscape. I know. Listen, I got to go back listen, and watch it. You got to step up. All right. Step up. It was the, the comic book series. The five-issue series, Truth, was about the... Kind of the Tuskegee version of like the Captain America program. Yeah, a small little tidbit about him and um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. There was like, Isaiah Bradley's in Bradley's it. Soldier. Yeah, and then his uh, his grandson is actually a member of the Young Avengers, and he's he he was actually in the series too. So they can actually put together a whole champions. Um, That'd be team incredible. With Hawkeye, and um, now we've got um, you know America from Mm -hmm. dr strange 2 we're starting to put together the whole team of champions i know uh, i'm really digging phase four i'm really digging phase four i am too so okay geeks let's do our homework eat a penguin irradiate um irradiate tracy what else we got what else we got um i was gonna chug people replace batteries with sausages after putting on parental controls for anybody to turn off fox news what else we got you know what geekscape is i'll just make you a cheat sheet this is what you're going to do. You're going to follow Tracy Carr on Instagram. <laughs> Crazy Carr 77. I think that's much easier. I don't have to yeah. I don't have to become Michael Morbius. You can just follow Tracy on Instagram. That's what we're going to do. Crazy Carr 2 hours 77. Yeah. That's, follow me that's and I will see you to the right direction, I promise you. You listen to Geekscape, Geekscape is and I I'm just going to lead you the wrong way. All right? <laughs> Well, definitely lead you the right way. And we're going to, I always say that like nerds are going to save this world. Geeks are going to save this world. I always say that. Geeks are going to save the world. I'm save myself. I know. I, I have a lot of faith in us. I do. I have, I mean, you saw it in the trailer. I said, you only have us. We're going to save each other. Okay. Well, I'm just going to say keep lifting weights because you're going to be carrying my ass. Uh, um, yeah, that's actually good because I actually uh, do deadlifts. I can lift 275 pounds. So I hope I don't get to that point, but <laughs> well, I'm already there. I, just add the radiation, and all of a sudden, I, I'm like at lifting 500. It'd be great. Okay, I eat enough pangolins, you won't be able to carry me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Geekscape. I don't even know what this conversation is, but your mission is very simple: follow Tracy on social media, Crazy Car to R77, and also I want you all to uh, go over to YouTube and subscribe to Superpower of the People. Superpower to the people. That's what I want y'all to do. Um, and when are we expecting episodes on this thing, Tracy? Because listen, people are no no offense. Ooh. I mean, and I hate to be grim, but shit's going down. People are dying. We kind of need somebody like you to be putting out that content. No pressure. I know. I know. No pressure at all. <laughs> well, I'm working with a fantastic group of writers, a fantastic group, of, uh, a fantastic team, actually. Um, and we're hoping to get some more episodes out. We do have a 30 minute episode that we just saw with Batman and Joker. And we actually have a segment where we speak about how the Joker has been co-opted by the white supremacists. Uh, we have that like the Punisher. Yeah. And the Punisher as well. Um, geez, all these characters. And I'm like, did y'all actually read the comic? The hell? Yeah. They obviously didn't. They obviously didn't. Um, yeah. So we have a 30 minute episode. Um, we're going to release it. Uh, we're going to have a, a nice little get together with some folks and hopefully we can release it in a big way. And uh, yeah, and there's a lot of content that we really want to get down to write, produce, 
because a lot of stuff is happening in the world. And I just think it's just a great way, a great medium to get people back involved into activism. Like I need, I need everyone in there. I need everyone with me in this. If you need somebody with half as more Michael Morbius powers, <laughs> uh, or just Geekscape in general. Yeah. Oh, right. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for yes. the support. You can throw me at the cops. That's about as good as I am. Like, yeah. Use me as a human shield. <laughs> I, I mean, we always That's need good. human shields. There we go. There we now go. We That'd be shield. good. Point the dummy at the cops. Just be like, hey, Jonathan, <laughs> can you stand between us and the valuable people? All right, that, <laughs> just stand in front of the valuable people. Um, Geekscape, is if, if you want to continue on this road with me, uh, we do the show every week. We got amazing guests. Like I said earlier, Scott Thompson from Kids in the Hall was like two years ago, but we're always having cool guests, and I love the numbers. Uh, from music guests to video game people, actors, film producers, uh, I'm always inviting fun people onto the show like Tracy. And Yay. we've been doing this since 2006. We've been having a lot of fun, Amazing. and we, we ha- are now on the road to Comic-Con. We will be at booth 3919, as we've been for the last 11 years, skipping the two pandemic years. Uh, we uh, are going to be right back at booth 3919. I spent yesterday in the storage unit counting inventory on the merch so that I can order brand new fresh t-shirts for you. Uh, we got some new designs that are pretty cool. And um, yeah, so Booth 3919 at Comic-Con will be there. We'll be promoting stuff like Super, uh, like like Tracy's show, Superpower so, for the People. people. Um, and uh, just pushing community, having fun. Matt Kelly will be there. Derek will be there. Tons of us will be there. Uh, so if you're at Comic-Con, come by, say hi. And if not, I know that we're planning to do daily shows right here on these feeds for you where we leave the floor and before we get dinner we go straight to the hotel and we do a post-mortem on our day at comic-con so geeks gave us there's tons of stuff going on this summer the only way to be a part of it is subscribing so subscribe to geekscape either on facebook twitch instagram no not instagram you can do that uh but uh yeah the podcast share it with your friends do all that stuff just search for geekscape you'll find us i'm babbling now i lost the thread (laughs) i'm getting hungry talking about these pangolins yeah, you sound like you're pretty hungry for those penguins, so probably gotta get you. Start, start with the feet, start with the fins, yeah. start with the beak. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Jim Pugarelli says I'm updating my YouTube subscriptions as yeah. we speak. So yes, thank you so much. There we go. That's what Geekscape is for. Yeah. Don't hate create Geekscape us. We'll talk to you next week with a brand new episode. And again, uh, follow Tracy and all her cool stuff. Okay, Geekscape us. Love you. Over and out. Love you guys. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.